Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. I am your host, Elder Coilette James. I am so thankful that you have joined with me on this evening. It is an awesome day just to be alive because God has said it is. He said that it is the day that he has created and that we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. And I, for one, am rejoicing, and I am glad in it. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. Ah, blessed be the name of the Lord. Anyway, (laughs) you know what? There has been so many incredible things that have just been rumbling in my spirit over the past few days. And I just give God the praise, the glory, and the honor for who he is because he never, ever just leaves us out there to wonder what's going on, to kind of fend for ourselves, to take a stab at it, or, you know, well, I think maybe this is what's happening in the kingdom or what have you. He is such an awesome God. He always, always reveals himself to his children. If you are in a place of decision and you feel like, you know, you don't know which way to go, I encourage you. Get along with the Father. I encourage you, get into a time of prayer, praise, and worship, and the Lord will appear. He will voice himself to you. He will let you know what season you are in. He will give you clear direction of how to proceed in your season. And that's what we're going to deal with tonight about proceeding in our season. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. We're going to save that for the Word of God portion of the show. But as you know, hallelujah, it's prayer, praise, and the Word of God. So we always start off with prayer. We start off with intercession. I want to come in agreement with you on this evening for whatever it is that you are dealing with in your life. I want to come in agreement for the, the presence of God on this broadcast. I want to come in agreement, hallelujah, that the Lord will move mightily in our lives and show himself mighty, which is his promise unto him. That's his word to us, that he will show himself mighty unto those that acknowledge him, unto those that welcome him, welcome, welcome him into their situations and their circumstances. One thing about God is he is a gentleman, and he will not force his way into your life. He purposely gave us the ability to choose so that we can freely choose to serve him. We can freely choose to love him. We can freely choose to invite him into our situations and circumstances, or we can freely choose to exclude him. My encouragement to you on tonight is never exclude him. Never, ever, ever exclude him because in all things, small, large, medium, and in between, we need him. We need his voice. We need his guidance. We need his direction. We need his hand of protection on our lives. We need his precious Holy Spirit dwelling within us at all times so we guide and direct our path. So it is vitally important that you never, ever, ever leave God out of your scenario. 
Don't leave him out of your life. Don't sit him on the shelf. Don't think that what you're going through is so minute that he doesn't have time for or think that what you're facing is so great that he can't fix it. None of that is possible, or none of that, I'm sorry, is, is truth. There is no impossibilities with God. With him, all things are possible. But the key to that statement and, and to Romans um, 8 and 28, that all things work together for good to them who are called according to his purpose, for them that love him and are called according to his purpose. You have to first and foremost figure out in your heart and in your mind, do you love the Lord? And if you do, how much do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord enough to make him first? Because that is his requirement. He has to be number one. Do you love him enough to put aside what your preceptives are, what your preconceived notions are, what even what you may feel in your heart you desire? Do you love him enough to put all of that aside and say, not my will, Lord, but your will be done? Because that's what it takes on this journey. That's what it takes as we walk with Christ, to be victorious in the things of God, to be victorious in the life that we live. Remember, we were created to willing to do of his good pleasure, his, his. He is your creator, and it was in his mind the reason you were created. It was in his purpose and his divine plan that your destiny lies. You were created with greatness. You were created with purpose. But you will never achieve the greatness, and you will not realize the purpose unless you are linked up wholeheartedly with him. So we need to keep that in mind. But anyway, <laughs> this is time for prayer. I just kind of want to, uh, I'm just feeling in my spirit a sense of setting the atmosphere so that as we go before his throne of grace and of mercy, we go with a clear conscience, with a clear mind. We go with the thought that, Lord God, we present ourselves to you, even in our prayer. We present ourselves to you. We invite the Holy Spirit to pray through us, to lead us in our prayer. Because remember what prayer is, and I touched on this last week, but I want to do it again. Prayer is just rehearsing back to God that which God has already spoken. Go to the first law of mention in the Bible. The very first time that prayer was mentioned in the Bible, it was David. And David prayed unto the Lord. And what did David pray unto the Lord? He brought back to God that which God had spoken over him and over his household. Nathan had came, gave him a word from God, and it was that word that he brought before God and before the throne. Hallelujah. So we want to learn to do the exact same thing. When we go before God, we just want to bring back to his remembrance what he has already spoken. What has his word decreed and declared? That's what we're going to stand on. What has he spoke to your spirit regarding you and your situation and your circumstance? That's what we're going to stand on. So that when we go into this aspect of prayer, because remember prayer has many, many layers, and one day we're going to take a broadcast and just teach on prayer. But for today... Remembering that prayer has many, many layers. Prayer is a time of worship. It's a time of adoration. It's a time of coming before the lover and the lifter up of your soul. 
It's a time sometimes of quietness. It's just getting in the presence of God, see that sweet communion when you don't have to speak because you're dwelling in his presence and you're just soaking in his His presence into your life. That's called practicing the presence of God. We just, you just want to dwell. You just want to sit. You just want to take it all in. You just want to sometimes just lie prostrate before him and allow his spirit to engulf you. That's part of prayer. And then there's a time, hallelujah, when he just speaks to you. See, because think about it now. Communication should be two ways. It should always be a two-way street. It's not just about you coming before God and bringing your petition unto him, but it's about you communicating with him and getting his information, get his take, get his um his desire upon what it is that you're dealing with, what it is that you're going through, what it is that you need counsel in. You want to to entreat him to come in and to, to speak to your heart, to speak to your spirit, to speak to your mind so that you can get the proper mindset, that you can renew your mind in his word. Ah, yes, prayer. Prayer has many different layers to it. And then there's the prayer of warfare when you sit and you you war over a situation. But even in that, before you go to war, you still have to get your marching orders. You still have to understand from God what it is that he's calling you to stand on and to utilize in your battle. You see, oh, glory, the word of God gives us our strategies. So we have to get before God and get strategies even in our warfare. We don't just idly go before God and just start rattling off stuff. We go before God and we say, Lord, we want to know your heart in this matter. What would you have of me to do? See, remember when they had come into the camp and they had taken all of David's wives and all of his men's wives and children and their livestock, and they had just plundered the camp, and they had taken everything away. What did David do? David didn't just gird up himself, and David was a man of war. His men were mighty men of valor, and they could have just girded up and went after They could have done that, but that's not what David chose to do. See, David was a very good example for us in that instance, because what David did is he went before God, and he asked, shall I pursue? He asked, what is it, God, that you would have me to do in this situation? He girded up his loins. He put on the ephod. He went before God in the in, in a, uh, um, a spirit of prostration. It, like he prostrated himself before God. He humbled himself before God and said, God, what would you have of me to do? And that is when he heard, pursue. You shall take over or overcome them, and you shall recover all. You shall recover all. But before he went after them, even though he was a man of war and that would have been the natural course to do, he sought the voice of God. And that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do on a daily basis. That's what we need to do when we open our eyes in the morning. Lord, what is your desire for this day? Father, set my course. Set my course. Command my day. I know everybody is commanding their day and what have you, and, and, and it's a great move. And, and, and it, we, we have that ability to command our day, but what are we commanding our day in? We're commanding our day in what thus saith the Lord. 
God, what would you speak to me about this day? Father, how would you lead me? How would you guide me? How would you direct me this day? Because that's the path that I want to travel in. I want to hear from you. I want to be in the right place at the right time to carry out whatever it is you've called me to on this day. It is not just about being in the right place at the right time to receive our blessing. It's about being in the right place at the right time to be a blessing, to allow God to use you. Sometimes he takes us into places that we would normally want to go. Sometimes it's on our job. Sometimes it's even in our home. Sometimes it's around our family. Sometimes it's in the presence of our enemy. But wherever he leads, he equips, he guides, he directs. So we want to learn to command our day in him. I don't know why he's taking me this way, because those of you that listen all the time, you know we go right into prayer. But there's a reason. There's a reason why he's teaching on today before we go into prayer. So we need to have our mindset proper. We have to have be in, in that place where we're open. That's where we want to be. We want to be open. We want our mind open. We want our spirit open. We want our heart open to receive of God on tonight. As we pray, we want to make sure that he is praying through us. As we petition, we want to pray prophetically. What is praying prophetically? It is simply praying the word of God. That that he has called us to utter, that's what we want to utter. Lord, we yield to you that you would word our mouths on tonight. Hallelujah. Have your way, O God. Have your way in us. Have your way through us. Ah, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. You are worthy of the worship. You are worthy of the adoration. You are worthy of the praise. We love you, Lord. With everything that is within us, oh, Lord God, we love you. Hallelujah. Have your way in us, oh, God. Have your way through us, oh, Lord God. Don't let anything, Lord God, nothing, nothing, nothing be kept or held back that you want accomplished this night. Speak in our hearts. Speak in our minds, oh, Lord God. You have your way as we yield. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, we worship. I invite you, listeners, I invite you, I invite you. Don't just be a spectator as we go into prayer, as we go into worship. But join, join in. Join in with me in the intercession. There's so much going on in the world today. And intercession is needed. It is so desperately needed in our country, in our homes, in our children, for our children. We need to intercede. We're going to intercede for some things that we know is going on in some people's lives, and we're going to touch on whatever it is that's going on in your life. And I ask you, I invite you, I implore you to join with me as we go before his name. Ah, bless your name, O oh God. Bless your name, bless your name, bless your name, bless your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, O oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, O oh God. 
Your word decrees that you invite, ha, Roshanda, you inhabit the praises of your people, O oh Lord God. So, Father, we worship, we worship, we worship you tonight. Hallelujah. We want you to join in with us, O oh Lord God. We want you to be a part of what we're doing. We don't want to do anything apart from you, O oh Lord God. So join with us. Have your way in us and through us on tonight, O oh God. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord God. You are worthy, you are worthy. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, O God. Thank you, Father God, for giving us the ability, O Lord God, to use our vocal cords to exalt you, Lord God, to lift you up, to give you praise and adoration. We give you thanks and praise for that, O Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for giving us the the ability to use our limbs, O Lord God, that we can lift up holy hands and worship unto you, Father God. Thank you, O God, for giving us the mindset, O Lord God, to be in your presence, O God, to seek after you. Lord, to seek after you, Lord, not just your hand, oh God, but we seek your heart, we seek your heart, we want to know your heart desire in the things that concern us, oh God, we give you praise for that. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, we love you on this evening, we love you, we love you, we love you. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, I lift up the listening audience to you, Ah, those that are listening live and those that may tune in to the archive, oh, Lord God, and knowing that you know every situation that they would endure and encounter, oh, Lord God, you know everything they're going through even yet now, Father God, you know what is to come, oh, Lord God, and you know what has been. So, Father, I lift them up to you right now. I place them on your altar, Lord God, and ha, Roshanda, I would ask, Lord God, that you would visit them, Lord God, in their situations and in their circumstances, oh, Lord God. Visit them, Lord God, with your strength. Visit them, oh, Lord God, with your wisdom. Visit them, oh, Lord God, with your grace and your mercy. Visit them, oh, Lord God, with knowledge and understanding. Visit them, oh, Lord God, with favor. Hallelujah. That, Lord, they not only have favor with you, oh, God, but with man. That, Lord, no matter what, being spoken against them, oh God, their victory will be realized in the midst of their situation. We give you praise, oh Lord God. I pray that you would encourage their hearts. I pray that you would encourage their spirits, oh Lord God, that the more that they yield to you, oh Lord God, the more that you have the power and the ability to take over their lives. Take over, oh Lord God, their struggles. Take over, Lord God, their cares. Take over, oh Lord God, their worries. Your word decrees and declares that, Lord, we are to cast our cares upon you. So way, ha, Roshanda, we can't always do that in the natural. We have times where it, it is just a natural occurrence to worry about a situation, worry about a sickness, worry about a financial woe, worry about our families, oh, Lord God. It's the natural progression of things. But, Father God, tonight we cast those cares onto you. We lay those things on the altar, oh, God. We give them to you. We remove the burden off of us, oh, God, so that we can take your easy yoke, oh, God, because you said hallelujah that your yoke was easy and your burden was light. We take you on, Father God, and we cast off the worries and the anxiousness and the cares, O oh Lord God. 
We cast them off by giving them to you, not by saying we don't care, but by saying we know, oh, God, that you have our back. We know, oh, God, that you go before us and make the crooked way straight. We know you to be our healer. We know you to be our keeper. We know you to be our sustainer. We know you to be our provider. We know you to be our victor. We know you to to be our banner. Ah, Lord God, we lift you up as our banner. You go before us, O oh God. You make the crooked way straight on our behalf. You prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies, O oh God. We know this to be true because you've done it time and time again. It's not something that we have to second guess. It's not something that we have to wonder about. It is something that we know to be truth. And because we know it to be truth, oh, Lord God, we can give this to you. We can hand it over to you, Lord God. We can let it go, Father God. We can decree and declare a thing and know that it will be. Because it is not our declaration we decree and declare, it is yours. It is yours. And you said in your word that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. If you have said it, then you will make it good. So we know, Lord God, that we can trust you. We know, oh, Lord God, that we can lean on you. We know, oh, God, that we can place our faith in you. We know this, oh, God. Sometimes we just have to encourage our own soul. Sometimes, as David did, we have to speak to our own spirit and tell it to perk up. Don't be downcast. Sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. But our encouragement, O oh Lord God, is always in you. It is in the knowledge that we have of knowing that you are who you said you are. You are God. You're not a God that has been made by man's hands that we have to carry to place to place and put up on a mantle somewhere. But you are an omnipresent, ah, all unconditionally loving God. You're always with us. You reside within us. We take you where we go. Hallelujah. And you're already there. You're in us. You reside with us. Yeah, you encamp around us, and you're already there. What a mighty God you are. What is it that we have to fear but fear itself? We trust you. We're thankful because of you. We believe you to be just who you have promised us you are. And we're so, so very grateful to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us the way you do. Thank you for caring for us the way you do, oh God. Thank you for your presence in our lives at all times. Now, Father God, we intercede for those that we know are going through, those that are facing traumatic times in their lives, those that have requested prayer, oh, Lord God. We lift up Grace Cardi and her family, oh, God. You know the situation there. You know, Lord God, what she's undergoing, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are encouraging her in her strength in her innermost being, O oh God, that you are granting unto her the knowledge and the wisdom she needs, O oh Lord God, in this hour. We lift up her son, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, O oh God, that Daniel, hallelujah, is seeking after you, Lord. He is not doing the things that the world would try to bait him into doing, but we decree over his life that he is seeking after you, that there is a turnaround in his life, there is a turnaround in his heart, there is a turnaround in his spirit unto you, 
O oh Lord God, that you, hallelujah, would have the preeminence in his life. We lift up Joshua Jones, O oh Lord God, and as he's facing, Lord God, a, a court date this week, Lord, for sentencing, we thank you that your favor is upon that young man's life. This is a young man that has known you all of his days, O oh Lord God. And we decree and declare that 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 the enemy meant for evil, you are turning it around for good. We thank you. We praise you, O Lord God. We thank you for what you're doing in Dorothy Parker's life right now, O Lord God. We thank you that you're strengthening her in the midst, O God. We thank you that you are her counselor. Father God, that you're guiding her in the path that you would have her to go. We give you praise in that area, O oh Lord God. We lift up Coy Sparks right now, O oh Lord God, and we're thanking you, Lord, that his heart is turning, O oh Lord God, to you. His heart is turning to the things of you. His heart is turning that he will be the husband you've called him to be. He will be the father you've called him to be. He will be the man of God, the king, and the high, the priest of his home as you've called him to be, O oh Lord God. We give you praise. Father God, I know that those that are under the sound of my voice, that they have those that they're placing on the altar as well, oh God, and I just come in agreement with them, Father God, that as they lift these petitions up before you, oh God, that hallelujah, you're being glorified, you're being edified in the midst, oh God. I thank you that your will is being worked out in and through their lives and in and through the lives of those that they're placing on your altar. I give you praise for it, Father. I thank you, O Lord God, that as we have entered into this season, this time, this month of preparation for the high holy days in the the Hebrew calendar, O Lord God, you you let set aside this month to prepare ourselves for consecration unto you, O God. And I thank you for that, Father. I thank you that right now you're cleansing our minds, you're cleansing our hearts, you're getting us, Lord God, in position of consecration, Father God. In that place where, Lord God, we will put all the cares, all the worries, all the woes behind us, oh God, and completely concentrate on you, trusting you. We will be still and know that you are God. We will trust you in the midst of adversity. We will, Lord God. We will fast. We will pray, oh Lord God, hallelujah, not uh, for vain glory, not so that Others may see us or or not that we can boast in what we're doing, but we're doing it, oh God, so that we can seek to be more and more like you. We are seeking, oh God, to die more and more to self daily, that you may live more and more through us daily. Ah, we invite you in. We invite you in, oh God. You are welcome. You are welcome in our mind. You are welcome in our heart. You are welcome in our spirit. We don't want to hold not one place in our heart from you, oh God. We want you to come into the the living room, oh God. Come into the kitchen. Come into the bedroom. Come into the bathrooms of our hearts. All those secret places, oh Lord God, where we have tried to hide things from you. We expose them to you right now, oh God that you would come in, that you would have your way, that you would be able to work in us and through us, O oh Lord God, for your glory, for your glory, for it is in that that we are satisfied. It is in that, O oh Lord God, that we find peace. It is in that that we find joy. We give you praise. Lead us, guide us, direct us, oh God. I lift up Annetta Cooper, Lord God, and, and view from the pew, oh God, as you're using that show to reach millions, oh Lord God. Continue to bless her endeavors, Father God. Continue to open doors on her behalf, oh God. Continue, Lord, to be a provider in the midst of that situation. 
I give you praise, oh God. I give you praise. I lift up Prophetess Sidera Davis to you right now, oh God. I thank you for the encouragement she was to me on today, Lord God. I pray that you would continue to be an encouragement in her life, oh Lord God. Continue to lead her on the path that you have called her to, oh Lord God. Continue, continue to show yourself mighty in her life. Mm, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this new season that you're ushering us into, Lord God, a a season of commitment unto you, Lord God, wholehearted commitment unto you, O God, not a a season of of waylaying and and flagellating and bouncing back and forth, O Lord God. We're coming out of that season of being double-minded, O Lord God. We're coming out of that season where today we're worried, tomorrow we trust you, and the next day we're worried again. We're coming out of that season, O Lord God, where the enemy can wreak havoc in our mind and in our spirit. We're coming out of that season of doubt. We're coming out of that season, oh Lord God, of of uh, giving up that 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 thought that we, we can't make it. We're coming out of that season, oh God. We're coming into the fullness of time, oh God, where you have the fullness of our hearts. We're coming into that place in you, Father, and we're so grateful. We are so, so very grateful. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for never leaving us and never forsaking us, even in our dark times, O oh God, even when we weren't faithful unto you, O oh God. You have yet been faithful unto us each and every moment of each and every day of each and every week of each and every month of each and every year. Your faithfulness has never failed us. And we're so grateful. We are so, so grateful. Continue to have your way, Lord God. Continue to use us, O Lord God. Continue to lead us. Continue to guide us. Continue to strengthen us, O God. Continue to word our mouths that we may speak at your oracles, O God. Continue to order our footsteps, O Lord, that we would tread on the grounds that you have preordained us to. Continue to be our commander-in-chief. Continue to give us the strategies we need, O Lord God, in warfare. Continue to teach us, Lord God, when to be still and when to be aggressive. Continue, continue in us. We give you praise for it, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, we worship you. Continue to shape us and to mold us, to be worshipped unto you, O Lord God. Just continue in all that you are doing. Continue, Father. We're so grateful, we're so grateful, we're so grateful. Ah, we just rejoice in you. We rejoice in you, we rejoice in you. Ah, thank you, Lord. And it is in the matchless time name of Jesus the Christ that we say amen and it is so amen and thank the Lord thank you for joining us for that time of prayer we're so so grateful unto God that he is having his way he is having his way in us and through us and we just rejoice we just rejoice it's a wonderful wonderful thing hallelujah well now is our time for praise We've had our prayer time. We kind of had a little teaching there, too, as God would have orchestrated. But we are going to, uh, what are we going to pray to today? Uh, let's do a little Tasha Cobbs. Let's see what Tasha is going to usher us into on today. God bless you. Hallelujah. God loves me. 
Jesus, bless you, Jesus, bless you, Jesus. But for his grace, but for his grace, hallelujah, hallelujah, we would all be lost, but for his grace. Mm. Well, tonight the, the word portion of the broadcast is going to come from the book of Joshua. So I'm giving you a few moments, get out your Bibles and turn to Joshua, the first chapter. And what we want to talk tonight about, and, and I want to I wanna give a shout-out to Prophetess Sidera Davis because she spurred this in my spirit. Earlier today she gave me a call, and we got to talking about the different things that um, we have to encounter on this journey, and it just really struck something within my spirit to, to share with you on tonight because, you know, we are in a time where so many are just caught up in easy fixes, that, you know, once you give your life to God, all is well and um, prosperity is going to be abundant and it's just going to all be good. And I'm here to tell you that once you give your life to Lord, it is the best thing you could ever do, all is well, but, honey, you're going to have some battles to fight. So um, I just want to, to kind of touch on some things briefly. We uh, we only have, like, 20 minutes left in the broadcast, so I'm going to touch on these things. Um, and if need be, we'll, we'll come back and we'll visit it again next week. But go, again, I said we were going to the book of Joshua, first chapter, And I want to read the first three verses to you. Um, It says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Bless the Lord. God is an awesome God. He is just, you know, with wonders to behold. And the the edict and what he had given unto the children of of Israel to, to go forth, they had to change their mindset. They had to come out of following Moses because Moses was no longer there, and they had to shift into following Joshua. There was a shift that had to take place in their mindset. Now, I don't know what it is that you have been following in the past or what has captivated you prior to to now and to the season that you're entering into, but there needs to be a shift within you. There needs to be a shift to trusting God wholeheartedly, trusting him to know that as he has been with you in the past, so will he be with you now, but you're walking in a new season. This is a new day. This is a new time, but yet he is still with you. He is still with you. Go down to the um, sixth verse. Sixth verse says, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law that Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou may prosper whithersoever thou goest. 
This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have I have not I commanded thee, be strong and have a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Blessed be the name of the Lord. This is what I want you to get into your spirit on tonight, that you're entering into a new season that you're entering into a new new time and a new place in God. There are new territories for you to conquer. But God is saying to you tonight, just as he said to Joshua and the children of, of Israel back then, to be strong and of good courage, to know that he is with you. He said that over and over again, over and over again. Did you hear that? In the sixth verse, be strong and of a good courage. In the seventh verse, only be thou strong and very courageous. In the ninth verse, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. God is wanting you tonight to embrace the fact that he is with you. There is no need to fear. There is no need to be shaken. There is no need to allow the situations and the circumstances that you may encounter shake your your faith in him. He is repeating over and over and over again for you to be of good courage. Now, what is really, really important to recognize and understand that when the children of of Israel crossed over Jordan, they crossed into to the promised land, just as you have crossed into your promised land, that is where the warfare really, really intensified and began. So don't think that you have missed your blessing. Don't think that you have missed your opportunity to give praise unto God that something is wrong. There is nothing wrong. The issue is, hallelujah, that you have to understand who your God is, and you have to walk upright before him and allow him to be who he says he is. Amen? He is God. Remember that. He is God. He has called you to take over territories. He has called you to establish his kingdom in this earth realm. You were created and called to this earth realm to take dominion, to subdue, to take authority over situations, over circumstances, over the atmosphere around you. And he's instructed you as you're called into this place in him to be strong and of a good courage. Do not doubt him. Do not doubt him. Because you've encountered warfare, this is not the time to say something is wrong. This is the time to rejoice in God and say, you promised me I would take over this territory. You told me to be strong and of a good courage. You commanded me to do this. This was not just an idle suggestion. It was a command. He said that nice verse, hear it again. Have not I commanded you? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever you go. The Amplified says it like this, have not I commanded you. Be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
God is with you. Take that to heart on tonight. God is with you. You're not encountering the things that you come up against by yourself. God is with you. He is there to fight on your behalf. He is there to bless you. He is there to see you through. He will give you the strategies you need. Have you crossed over? Yes. Yes. But that means that the warfare has intensified. Don't think it. We we all want to get to the promised land, that land of milk and honey. But there is a battle raging for you in that promised land. Remember, there were giants in the land. Now, you are not a grasshopper. Don't see yourself. Don't remember remember the, the, the 12 spies that Moses sent into the promised land. Ten of them came back with a bad report. They came back saying there are giants in the land, and we are like we are like grasshoppers in their eyes. No, you thought you were like a grasshopper. The giants didn't see you like that. You saw yourself like that. So you have to, to encourage yourself. You are strong, you are courageous, you are victorious, you are all that God called you to be. You are well able and well equipped to take the land that he's calling you to. Know this, know this, know this in your heart of heart, know this. He's called you, he's equipped you, he's made the path for you ready. It is time for you to walk therein. Now move over with me to Joshua, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Mm. Because you have to understand how to cross over. How? How do you, how do you get your mindset straight? Because some of you have crossed over. You're already in your promised land, and you're, you're in the midst of the battle. Others of you are still on the other side of Jordan, and you're about to cross over. You need to understand how to go across. You need to understand where your focus needs to be. And that's what we find in the third chapter of Joshua. Joshua, starting at the first verse, and I'm going to read this out of the Amplified, it says, Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to the Jordan, he and all the Israelites, and lodged there before passing over. After three days, the officers went through the camp, commanding the people, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being borne by the Levitical priests, set out from where you are, follow it. Follow it. What is that saying to you in in today's time? It means that when you see the spirit of God moving, follow his spirit. Don't hold back. Don't let fear grab you. Follow the spirit of the living God. Follow him. He's leading you. He's guiding you. And as his spirit carries you, so shall you go. The fifth verse says, and Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourselves, that is, separate yourselves for a special holy purpose, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. As I said earlier in the broadcast, we are entering this this month um, in the, the Jewish calendar, in the Hebrew calendar, it's called Eliu. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, but it is the month of preparation. Next month, the month of September in our calendar, the month for the the Hebrew children is the month of the new year. Their new year, their new calendar begins next month. This month, and, and their high holy days are in that month. 
This month, God calls us to preparation. He calls us to prepare to sanctify ourselves. He calls us to prepare ourselves to give of us unto him as an offering. We're giving ourselves to God as an offering unto him. He's preparing the way for you. You need to prepare yourself. Some of you are in the battle of your life right now, and you're not understanding why, because you're there, because you've either just crossed over the Jordan or you're about to cross over. Now is not the time to faint. Now is not the time to give up. Now is not the time to shrink back. Now is not the time to give in. Now is not the time to file prey to the devices of the enemy. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Temptation will be at an all-time high right now. The temptation to do what is unpleasing before God, the temptation to move out on your own, the temptation to strike out and make your own pathway. Do not fall prey to that temptation. Now is the time to follow the spirit of the living God. Now is the time to lift up your eyes and see the ark of the covenant following and follow it. Follow the presence of God. Follow the presence of God. Follow the presence of God. God, I can't stress that enough. Hallelujah. When you follow the spirit of the living God, hallelujah, you, you, you never can go wrong. You will never, ever go wrong. As long as he's leading you and you are following behind him, you will never, ever go wrong. Go down to the 10th verse, third chapter. Joshua said, hereby you shall know that the, that the living God is among you and that he will surely drive out from before you. Now hear this, because this is important. I'm going to start that again. Tenth verse, chapter 3 of Joshua. Joshua said, hereby you shall know that the living God is among you and that he will surely drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Prezizites, the Gergeshites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of the, all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. So, Now is the time to recognize, to understand that all your enemies, and and I I don't have time to break down all the tribes that were in the, the promised land that were coming against the children of Israel. But suffice it to know that all of these were their enemies, the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Hittites, the Prezizites, the Gergerites, the Gergeshites, I'm sorry, the Amorites and the Jebusites. Those were all enemies to the children of Israel. Just as those were enemies to the children of Israel in those, those days, we have enemies that are coming against us in this day which is why your warfare has intensified. But know that the living God is among you, and he will drive every one of your enemies out from before you. And he does it in strategic manner. He does it in a very strategic manner because he had said to the children of Israel, if he drove them all out at one time, then the wild animals of the land would have overtaken them. So he's strategic in what he's doing. You're saying, when, Lord, when will this enemy flee from me? When will this be done? Know that God has a strategic moment that he will drive out each and every one of your enemies. 
trust him, believe him, hearken to him. Don't let him go. Get as close to him as is humanly possible. Open your heart to him. Open your mind to him. Open your spirit to him so that he may do in you and through you that which he desires. This is that hour. I can't stress it enough. It is so important that this is that hour, this is that time that we hearken to his voice all the more, that we listen intently, Lord, what are you saying in my midst on the day? What are you, how are you leading me? What are you leading me to? What is your direction in this hour? What do I need to do to be pleasing before you? What do I need to do in the midst of the battle? What What are my strategies? I don't want to go forward without you. i got to know how my commander-in-chief is telling me to move. I won't make a move until you tell me. You've got to get into that place. You've got to get into that mindset. Oh, hallelujah. I wish above all wishes that you could see what God has laid out for you. If you could just get a glimpse of it, you would understand why it is so important that you move strategically, that you follow his spirit in this hour. So very, very important. So very, very important. So very, very important. Think about the first battle that they came upon was Jericho. Remember, after they crossed over this M- a city that could not be penetrated, this impenetrable city. It was a fortress. The wall was built all around it. No one had been able to penetrate that wall and to subdue, Jer- to subdue Jericho, to take dominion. But God had a strategy for the children of Israel. There's a strategy for that Jericho that you're looking at right now. You think that you will never be able to overcome that enemy. You think that you will never be able to get to where God is calling you in that situation. But I come as a woman of God to tell you tonight, yes, you will. Yes, you will. You will, but the only way you will is by hearkening and hearing and strategically listening to the voice of God and allowing him to lead God and direct you on that path. That is how you will overcome. That is how you will subdue your your enemy. That is how you will gain your victory. You have to put all your faith, your hope, your trust in the living God. You must, you must, you must. I can't stress that enough. We are running out of time. Bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. But I want you to understand this. I want you to understand that the territories that God has given you are great and they're mighty. Your ministry is great and mighty before him. The call on your life is great and mighty unto him, but only in your obedience to him. That is where that greatness lies. That is where that greatness will be realized. You know me. You know me. I stress this all the time. You were created with greatness within you. You were created with greatness within you. God did not make any junk. That is not the business he is in. He is not in the junk business. He is in the over and abundantly above business. So he placed within you greatness. You're not just an average somebody. You are a child of the most high God. You are a child of the king. And being that, he has placed within you great ability 
the ability to carry out that that he created you for is within you. How do I know? Because the spirit of the living God is within you. If you've opened yourself up to him, if you've allowed him to take over, oh, hallelujah, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There may be someone listening right now, and you have never taken the time to say, God, I invite you in. Oh, yes, you believe that God exists. You believe that even sometimes he He may do something nice for you. But you've never audibly taken the time to say, God, I give you control of my life. God, I invite you into my heart. God, I invite you into my mind. God, I invite your spirit to dwell in me. I surrender myself to you as your living tabernacle that you may come in and abode in me. If you are that person, I invite you to do that right now. And maybe you're someone that has done it in the past, but you've walked away, you've kind of bounced back and forth. I invite you to rededicate yourself to God right now. Right now, let's do it together. Repeat after me. Father God, I believe you to be God Almighty. I believe what your son did on the cross for me, that I could be reunited with you, that my sins are forgiven, that I could again have fellowship with you as you created me to do from the very beginning. Now, God, I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my mind. I invite your Holy Spirit to dwell within me. I yield myself to you. I give myself to you. Now have your way in me and through me. And I thank you that you have chose to love me unconditionally through my rights and through my wrongs. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. If you prayed that prayer with me, if you invited God in, then, oh, hallelujah, I rejoice with you. The angels in heaven rejoice with you and know, hallelujah, that what lies ahead of you is a life, the likes of which you could not even imagine. Will there be battles? Yes. Will there be wars? Yes. Will there be opposition? Yes. But will there be days of great joy? Yes. Will there be unbelievable victory? Yes. Will there be gratification? Yes. Will there be that sweet peace that surpasses all understanding? Yes. Will the joy of the Lord be your strength? Yes. 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 And yes again. Ah, I rejoice. I rejoice in God with you. Never, ever, ever remove his spirit. Never turn your back on him. There's one more thing that I want to invite you to to do right now, and that's to put on the whole armor of God. We're not going to allow you just to go out there shieldless. Put on the whole armor of God. Go with me to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. I'm taking you there because I want you to see it for yourself. I want you, if you forget what your armor consists of, I want you to be able to go back and read it over and over again. I want you to apply it over yourself on a daily basis to know that you're never without it. Ah, glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. 
Mm. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. We're going to start at the 11th verse, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. It says, put on God's whole armor, the armor of the heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be be able successfully to stand against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For we, we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Let me read that out of the King James, because this is one of the times I think King James breaks it down even better than the Amplified. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having all done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance perseverance and supplication for all saints. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Put on your whole armor, family. Put on the whole armor, God, on a daily basis. So as the word of God says, you are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, we are out of time for this session. We give God praise. We pray that it has been a blessing unto you. We pray, hallelujah, that you would come back, listen to the archives again, get this in your spirit, get this word in your spirit. We're going to continue in this word on next week. We're going to come back and visit the same word on next week so that you can really, really digest it and get it within you. But unto God be the glory. Join me again next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fine. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central for prayer, praise, and the word of God. I thank you for joining us. I pray that you have been blessed. Have an awesome week. Let the king worship the Lord. Let me hear your words of worship. Let me hear your words of worship. Come on, y'all, talk to him. You come from royalty. It's an aristocratic. Listen, the gold of the enemy. The To keep you from knowing who you are. But I came to tell you that there is power. Life has changed.
You are forever a lender, never a borrower. You are forever above, never beneath. You are forever the head, never a head. A king is in you. Let the past go. Look toward the future. The best is still yet to come for you. There is a king in you. life has made you feel bad about yourself. I know that some of the things you've been through has made you feel bad about yourself. But you need to know that there is a ruler in you. There is what has happened. The enemy has tricked you and made you feel like that you are beneath. He's tricked you and made you feel like that you are a borrower and never will be a lender. But Donald Lawrence came to tell you that there is a king in you. There is a king in you. There is a king in you. I can't stress it enough. There is a king living in you. Rule, ruler, rule. Speak, king, speak. Stand, king, stand. Take control, king. Take control. Rule, rule, rule. You have no. Domain-